Welcome back to What The Fundraising. I'm your host, Mallory Erickson, and this podcast is for impact leaders and change makers who are looking to fundamentally change the way they lead and fundraise. This episode is a personal note from me to you that includes some recaps, some looks ahead, and what I'm thinking about for the sector and for fundraisers in the year to come, and some tremendous gratitude to all of you, my sponsors, and our guests. I want to start by thanking all of you for listening every week, or sometimes multiple times a week, or for coming back when the content is aligned with what you need in that moment. When I started with the fundraising, I had no goals about listeners or guests. I really did it because I was having all of these interesting conversations and doing all of this interesting research, and I wanted an easy way to share it with all of you. The past few seasons of What the Fundraising have taught me so much about this sector, the challenges, the opportunities, and what we truly need to see in order to have radical change in the structures and systems and also in your everyday experience as a fundraiser. I want you to know that we are on the cutting edge of some research here together, this community. There are a lot of people and companies looking at behavioral science and psychology when it comes to donor behavior but few people are looking at it in relation to fundraiser behavior and fundraiser wellness. What we're doing here is really special. The reason the episodes are long form and not just a few quick tips for you to run away with are because we're researching, learning, exploring, getting curious. I don't start any of these interviews with a list of questions. I have no idea where we're going, and the content is only very lightly edited for clarity. It's very much co-created with my brilliant guests to try to push myself, you, and the sector forward. There are some episodes that leave me with more questions than answers, and I know that sometimes that can be uncomfortable. But I also believe that sitting in discomfort, learning how to manage our discomfort and move through our discomfort is one of the most important things that we need to learn inside this sector because change is uncomfortable. I believe more strongly than ever that the key to growth and transformation in the sector comes down to our ability to support and unlock fundraisers. And that does not mean making fundraisers more robotic and increasing their resilience in a way that just allows them to charge through or hustle harder. I deeply believe that it's time for us to acknowledge on a massive level that the wellness of fundraisers, the mental and emotional health of fundraisers is central to the success of organizations and the sector as a whole. It cannot be a nice to have. It is at the core of whether or not we will thrive or continue on this hamster hustle wheel. In my episodes this season with Britt Frank about how to get unstuck, Gabriel Cram about tending to our nervous system, Ruthie Lindsay about self-love and healing, Libby Delena about mindfulness, walking, and alignment, and many others, it really hit me that a fundraiser's nervous system is oscillating back and forth between paralysis and perfectionism and overdrive shiny object syndrome. And this was so true for me too. And it's because both of those are activated states for our nervous systems, and they are not our baseline or grounded state. And in either of those states, we cannot think clearly or make decisions or move forward or take risks. You are being asked to fail and take risks, often without any of the psychological safety needed in order to do so. 
fundraising is inherently risky. It inherently involves rejection, which understandably activates our nervous systems. We lose our sense of belonging and identity when we get ghosted by a donor. It makes perfect sense if you don't like fundraising for all of these reasons. It makes perfect sense if you feel tremendous resistance to getting over the action line. But this is why I am so deeply committed to learning and understanding the behavioral science, organizational science, and psychology principles and tools that can help us regulate our nervous system, manage discomfort, and design behaviors to get us over the action line. Because sometimes we need to take an action before our emotions are ready, and that can ultimately build the emotional experience that we want. Like, for example, if you've ever done something before you felt fully confident to do it, but then doing the thing made you more confident. But we have to be able to keep ourselves in action, to keep ourselves in alignment, and to give ourselves a sense of clarity to take one step after the other and to feel whole and well and human while we do it. I've also had some wonderful fundraising strategy and insight throughout this season as well, and I love bringing unique fundraising experts on because I believe they also help you shift what you believe about fundraising and what's available to you in terms of strategy. I loved my conversations with Woodrow Rosenbaum about data-driven decision-making, Sasha Dichter about alignment and data and donor confidence, Mariam Nusrat about gamification and how much that can teach us about engagement and community building, Dominique Morgan, where we got to talk about the overhead myth, mission creep, scarcity mindset, and more, and of course, Lynn Twist, who has taught me so much about the beauty and sacredness of fundraising. Each of these guests and so many more really pushed our understanding of what fundraising is, what community building can be, and what's possible when we fundraise in an alignment-first way. This season was also where I did a lot more exploration around marketing and the intersection of marketing and fundraising, and I'm excited to continue this. I really believe that marketing is the fundraising that you do in your sleep, and that marketing is non-transactional fundraising. I loved my conversations with Simone Sewell about the use of nuance, Natalia Senyal about anti-oppressive copywriting, and Seth Godin because, holy moly, did that really happen? It has been quite the season. We also launched a community together a few months ago, and over 400 of you are already inside cheering each other on and sharing best practices. I love being in a more two-way communication with you. And for those of you who haven't yet joined us, we're over at whatthefundraisingcommunity.com, and it's totally free. I also want to say that I would love to hear from more of you about what you would like to see covered inside What the Fundraising, both in terms of the community, but also on the podcast. I want to make sure that the information I'm providing you is useful and addressing your biggest challenges in the fundraising world today. Before we go, I also want to take a moment and thank all of the sponsors from this season, Donor Perfect, Neon One, Bloomerang, Give Butter, Nation Builder, and Cosmic. I take my involvement with companies very seriously, and I am very selective about the companies that I let sponsor this content. Even though sponsors have no role in editorial decision-making, in order to put them in front of all of you, I have to believe in their product and company and I believe each of these companies and anyone who has ever sponsored What the Fundraising is committed to the wellness of this sector and committed to you. 
I believe they are here to lift us up, and I'm so grateful to them and their belief in me, my work, and in all of you. Thank you for spending this time with me today. There is no website page or show notes. I was not planning to record this episode, and I'm recording it the day before I leave for vacation. But I was sitting here thinking about all of you and what a hard time of year it is and how hard you've worked to get to this moment. And I wanted to just send you a little note. I hope you are giving yourself so much praise, showing yourself so much shine for all of the things that you did this year to move your organization, your cause, and your work forward. I hope that you feel proud of all of the changes that you've made, all of the learning that you have invested in. Your work is so important. Fundraising is sacred work. And I am so grateful for the fundraisers who work on the front lines every single day to move money towards goodness and in alignment with our values. You give me hope in the world we are building, and you are making so much important change every single day. I hope this holiday season brings you rest, relaxation, recharge, rejuvenation, and clarity. I look forward to seeing all of you in 2023. And if you miss me over these next few weeks, come and say hi over on Instagram under whatthefundraising underscore. Have a great day, a great week, great rest of your year. I'll see you on January 3rd, 2023.